will sing to you a new song. I will celebrate, sing unto the Lord. I will sing to him a new song. I will praise him. I will sing to him a new song. I will praise him. I will sing to him a new song. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I will celebrate, sing unto the Lord, I will sing unto him a new song. I will celebrate, sing unto the Lord. I will sing to him a new song. Praise the Lord. I will sing to him a new song. I will sing to him a new song. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Yes, praise the Lord, it's chat time again. Now this week, we're going to continue to discuss current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So, I got this article that was sent to me. And... It hit home, and then I got to thinking about everything that's going on in the world around us. And um, the article is talking about, is it acceptable to repeatedly pray for the same thing over and over and over again? You know, and so uh, in this article, it talks about in Luke chapter 18, the first seven verses, it was saying that Jesus was using a parable to illustrate the importance of persevering in prayer. And he tells the story of a widow who came to an unjust judge seeking justice against her adversary. Because of her persistence in prayer, the judge relented. And Jesus's point is that if an unjust judge will grant the petition of someone who perseveres in a request for justice, how much more will, the, will God, who loves us, his chosen ones, answer our prayer when we keep praying? So the parable does not teach as, this is the article saying, the parable does not teach as is mistakenly thought that if we pray for something over and over, God is obligated to give it to us. Rather, God promises to avenge his own, to vindicate them, right their wrongs, do them justice, and deliver them from their adversaries. He does this because of his justice, his holiness, and his hatred of sin. In answering prayer, he keeps his promises and displays his power. So then there's another uh, uh, parable in Luke chapter 15, Similar to the one about the unjust judge, but 
Uh, Jesus' message in this passage is that if a man will inconvenience himself to provide for a needy friend, God will provide for our needs far more since no request is an inconvenience to God. So here again, the article says, the promise is not that we will receive whatever we ask if we just keep asking God. God's promise to his children is a promise to meet our needs, not our wants. And he knows our needs better than we do. And then the same thing he talks about in Matthew chapter 7 and Luke chapter 11 where uh, the good gift is further explained to be the Holy Spirit. So both of these passages encourage us to pray and to keep praying. There's nothing wrong with repeatedly praying for the same thing. As long as what you are praying for is within the will of God. Keep asking until God grants your request or removes the desire from your heart. And sometimes God forces us to wait for an answer to our prayers in order to teach us patience and perseverance. And sometimes we ask for something when granting it is not yet in God's timing for our lives. Sometimes we ask for for something and it's not in God's will and he says no. And prayer is not only our presenting requests to God, it's God's presenting his will to our hearts. So keep on asking, keep on knocking, keep on seeking until God grants your request or convinces you that your request is not his will for you. Right. So a lot of people, they, they think because they don't receive it, somehow, one, they are lacking in faith. Or two, you have some people saying, well, the Lord said one thing here, and then it's a contradiction, but it's not. We, we want to be within God's will because we don't see. We are guided by the Lord. We can't foretell anything. God has to reveal things to us. And so he lets us know what his will is concerning some things. And sometimes it's, it's yes, sometimes it's no, sometimes it's simply wait. And until the Lord gives us some type of, of answer that's all we can do we have to wait on the lord and then we have to ask god is this your is this in your will you know uh, people forget they don't read it's like the lord said you have to eat the whole roll it's like you read one verse and you don't read all the other verses and so therefore you end up with the wrong interpretation right so when i you know whenever i read that about the the widow who was um, seeking justice against her adversary, it never occurred to me that you should just keep on praying to be vindicated from someone or, you know, that's not the only reason a person prays. Right. You know, and I'm thinking, I, I, I never thought of that. You know, I thought of it as persistence. She was consistent, and she was persistent. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, whatever it is that you're not, persistent about. I mean, because there are other issues that people have right. other than being avenged from someone so, who's harming you or right. not so the, just. The whole, to me, the whole purpose of the scriptures is to say, be persistent. Be consistent. And don't, I, don't give up. And I think about these other scriptures that say, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock mm-hmm. and the door shall be opened. Right. And then I... In John, it talks about ask anything in my name right. and I will do it. Right. And, and I realize that it's got to be according to his will. Yes. 
you know, and then I think about and he means just what that. he says that his will is is joy and peace and love and right. salvation and, and and sometimes what we're asking for might interfere with that. You know, something we don't realize. Sometimes we might ask for something and it might he- interfere with our joy, our peace, you know, our healing, our love. So the Lord will, will let us know. We might interfere with our salvation. Just, but he tells us to ask because how will you ever know unless you seek the Lord for an answer? So when I was reading this article, I'm thinking about what's going on in this world today about abortion and the, the decision being, you know, the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade and, and how everybody is up in arms about that. But I think about the people that prayed uh, uh, to end abortion, you know, mm-hmm. who stood up against abortion, and they were willing to get arrested uh, to stop somebody from getting an abortion. And what was that? Almost 50 years they've been praying for that. And, you know, maybe it wasn't time. At the time, like 48 years ago or 38 years ago or... 28 years ago, you know, because God's time isn't our time. He has to put things in place and in order. Right. And, and, for, and when you stay inside the word, everything is so much clearer. And for people to be up in arms and young ladies walking with baby dolls that, you know, look lifelike and talking about their reproductive rights and their reproductive health. What about the baby's health? But I don't understand parents. That just gets to me when they right. say uh, it's health care. Right. Abortion to to is murder your child. Health care. It's death care. Right. It's You're not, murdering I your mean, child. How can you uh, say it's right. the health of the child? Right. You no, know, the health of the mother. Forget the child is basically <laughs> what they're saying. Yeah. So, and, and it, it's not really decisions made on health. I'm pretty sure some of them are, but I would wager that the majority of them are not. And so you figure your future lawyers, scientists, researchers, uh, your future writers, inventors, you know, just, you don't know who you murdered. You just have no idea. Yeah, and I was reading in the article where AOC or uh, Alexandra Ozzie Cortez, you was talking about crazy Cortez. Yeah, uh-huh. saying that women will die and too many children already in poverty. Oh, but that's well, so, you so know, where's her paycheck going for for child uh, care? I bet you it's not. She wouldn't even take care of her own mother. So what in the world she's talking about? Maybe, <laughs> maybe they <laughs> I, talking about this decision and this policy will kill people no matter what they're spending, no matter what they're talking person, about. If a person is promiscuous. Or for whatever reason, it, uh, I'm not talking about the people who are raped. I'm not talking about any of these. I'm talking about your, the majority. If they're going to engage in sexual conduct and find themselves pregnant, the solution is not to kill the baby. And if you uh, go to a back alley, then that's you. That's the same way. That's the argument saying legalize drugs. Because if you don't legalize drugs, they're going to buy it off a street corner. Really? (laughs) 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 You better go to rehab. Well, anyway, we'll get to the uh, abortion issue later. But um, I was thinking, you know, I I keep somewhat of a journal about prayer requests. And, And so when I got this article, then I got to thinking about 
what I have prayed for in the past, mm -hmm. and some of my prayers have not yet been answered. Some have, but I look back, 2015, 2018, it's, it's, some are the same prayers I've been praying oh, for yeah. years. I write in the margin of my Bible, and I say, wow, that was two years ago, three years ago, you know, and years ago, but the children of Israel prayed for 400 years. You know, so then I started to doubt myself, and I'm thinking, am I praying the wrong prayer? Do I, like you say, do, do I not have faith? Uh, Lord has never told me not to pray for those specific things. I mean, there are things that I, and people that I did pray for that I don't anymore, mm -hmm. because like the article says, it, it's like the Lord takes it out of your heart. So you don't have that urgency to pray for mm -hmm. certain things or certain people. But some of them are still fresh right. in my mind. And I'm a firm believer that unless the Lord says no, then you keep going. That, you know. And I did feel like, you know, maybe there's something wrong with my faith. Maybe, he, maybe I'm not saying it the right way. Maybe I'm not approaching the Lord the right way. Maybe I'm not, you know, you start said, to doubt yourself. But he said, ask. So if you say, am I asking? Do I believe? that God is real? Lord, I know that you're real. Do I know that you have saved me. I, I know because your word told me to ask. So I'm going to do what your word said. I'm so going even to ask. This, even this morning, I'm, I'm thinking to myself about prayer and I'm, and I'm thinking, well, what do I really know? You know, mm -hmm. uh, when I pray, I know that, like you said, God said to ask and you shall receive. But the one that stands out, I know that God, what I pray for is in God's will. Because I know what his will is. When you read the word, you know certain things, healing and deliverance and, and um, peace and joy and love and salvation for people. And, and then I know he hears my prayers. I'm, so then my mind went to the scripture that if, I think it's in John, if God, if you know that God hears your prayers, you have that petition that you set before him. Right. Whether, whether the petition is that he granted or show uh, or reveal that is not to be, and this is why it's not to be. Because what did Paul do? He did what God told him to do. He asked three times. And each time, God gave him his answer. So the Lord will let us know one way or another. So anyway, I'm sure all the uh, pro-life people who prayed to end abortion are very, very happy that they're... Mm -hmm. But I, I, I can't see that this is going to be the end. Oh, no, it's not the end of, of abortion, but at least, at least some things are recognized, like... A heartbeat at, after six weeks. You know, recognize that's a life. Yeah, at least at the constitutional level. Because I'm pretty sure in the Supreme Court, Justice said we done had enough bloodshed on our hand. We're going to turn it loose and we're going to just let the states decide. Right, because that's what the law says. That's what the Constitution is all about. It's not, it's not whether they agree with abortion or not. It's 
is it covered within the Constitution? No. And anything not covered within the Constitution has to be decided by the state. That's pure and simple. So anyway, I then I have a whole bunch of articles that were sent to me about how all the things building up to the decision, like how people were reacting before the decision was even made. Like the, they had to arrest somebody, an armed man near the home of Brett Kavanaugh's home, who wanted to kill the justice over the abortion. Right. They didn't even know for sure if it was gonna be a... It shows you how that person values life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's just hypocritical. So, you know, so you do some, people do some really bizarre Yes, they do. Things. I saw some guy campaigning, talking about he respects, I guess he's with his wife, he respects a woman's right to, to choose, you know, they're showing their child with him. I'm looking at him like, where's your testosterone? <laughs> what, what happened to it? You know, my goodness. You know, here's your child. Like this one doctor who performed over 500 abortions, and one day she was looking at this abortion that she had performed, and it was a little boy. And she all of a sudden she said, now what's the difference between this baby and my four-year-old? And it, I guess it hit her like a ton of bricks, and she could not perform another abortion. It's a baby. It's life. I know. It's, it's really sad. And, and I don't know. I guess people are so desensitized. I know a nurse who was saying that she was working in the OR for years and at a certain hospital here in Milwaukee, they made her, they, they just assigned her all the abortions. Mm -hmm. And she said that was terrible. She says that they just get pulled apart. Right. And she said it was her job to just put the pieces together after they pulled it out of the womb mm -hmm. to make sure that they got all the body parts mm -hmm. of yes. the baby. And if it's not a baby, there wouldn't be body parts. People are so, to me, ignorant when it comes to, and if you do it knowingly to me, then you're, you're just a murderer. That's ridiculous. Yes, and too, and I see the, um, the contrary part of it too. It's like uh, in the news, the, uh, five-month-old baby was shot and killed in Chicago because there was two groups of people were shooting at each other and the baby got hit in the crossfire, got hit in the head and died. And, and, they'll, go, and, they'll, and they'll go up and arm. We got to stop this. We got to stop this madness with this gun violence and stuff. But when you, but marching for abortion, they just, they just love it. Right. They just it, love it's it. It's crazy. Knowing that it's, it's, it's a life. And there was one a uh, healthcare official, she said she also was uh, pro-choice until one day she was, I don't know where, they were doing a, a specific type of abortion where you have to inject a solution. And she saw the baby running from the needle. Right. Mm. That right. thing. Moving away from it. Yeah, right. mm. and it changed her. She said she could not believe it. It was trying its best to avoid the needle. And she knew then. It was a baby. It's not yeah. just some object. Yeah, a that baby, baby, that baby don't want to feel that trying pain. trying to live. Had enough sense to know that whatever that was. It don't like it. It don't feel yeah. good. And, and, and if a person ever doubts that, that life is in the womb, sometimes even before uh, conception, he said that Abraham carried Levi in his loins. He was, it was just the sperm of, uh, that would become Levi. The Lord 
identified it as Levi. And, and then if you read 139th Psalms, it lets you know in, in the secret parts of, of the earth, the Lord has designed us and put a name to us even before we're even formed. People don't value life like they should. It's no, not they sacred. Don't. And then so this other article that was sent to me when the when whoever it was leaked the decision from the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this is, you know, maybe about a month or so ago, or as soon as it was leaked, mm-hmm. people just went crazy in all everywhere. So in Buffalo, New York, um, they were uh, firebombing. Um, That's crazy. They were firebombing places um, in um, Asheville, North Carolina. A pro-life pregnancy center announced on Facebook that their building was vandalized. Or in Washington D.C. In Wisconsin, it was also mm-hmm. vandalized. Um, they dumped red paint on the front door, um, egged the windows, um, sprayed, spray painted the exterior walls of the facility in Linwood, Washington. It's madness. Um, people went ahead and vandalized that building. Um, at Mount Avery Church in uh, Lowndes County, Mississippi, <clears throat> The sheriff department was investigating the vandalism of the church, <clears throat> which was, uh, they had pictures of pro-abortion and vandalism <clears throat> revealed in a message reading, girls just want to have fundamental rights. And they spray that's painted not the fundamental. of that's, the church. That's crazy. There were four churches in Olympia, Washington that uh, were vandalized. Uh, Frederick, Maryland, Reisterstown, Maryland, Salem, Oregon, Houston, Texas. Yeah, but those aren't those aren't fundamental church. rights. Once uh, another life comes into the picture, your life doesn't supersede someone else's life. You know, just like uh, when Biden was trying to get people to vaccinate. And he was saying, you, you're doing it for someone else. No, I don't just decide to sacrifice my health and put myself in danger for someone else. If I have a choice, my choice is, no, I don't want you to be in danger, but I'm not going <clears> to <throat> deliberately put myself in danger. No. My body, my choice. Your body, true. Now, I do agree. Your Great, body, um, your choice. But it's our task now. But the child's body. Somebody yeah. have to sp- has to speak for the child. The yeah. child's choice. Who's going to speak for the child? Sure, your body. Do what, do you, what you want with your body, but the child? Someone has to speak for what's done with the child's body. And then, of course, you know, everybody, some people are just taking credit um, <clears throat> for the decision. Um, like Trump said, he responded to the Supreme Court abortion ruling and he was saying that um, God made the decision. Right, now I give Trump credit for this mm-hmm. even if people don't agree with it. Trump has always been pro-life. Right, and, and when they were trying to pass that law that would allow abortion up to the final stages of up to nine months, 
he was on camera, but that didn't stop him. He he looked at one of those politicians. He said, you know, that's murder, right? It's like, it's like common sense to tell you some things. That's pure murder. And anybody who would sanction something like that, something is seriously wrong with them. Then pro-abortion activists attempted to breach the Arizona State Building, Senate Building, uh, during the first night of protests. And... Um, I mean, people were just like enraged. Yeah, that spirit of madness reminds me of the people who went, was struck with blindness and are still trying to find the door. It's like a, an insane type of a spirit just overshadows them and they just lose all sense. It's like when they were crying out, great is the goddess Diana, and you know, just in a fervor, you know, just <laughs> gone nuts. Well, anyway, we'll have to continue next week with this because I have an article where it talks about People who have had abortions, they are sharing why they never, not for one second, regret their decision. Oh, well, mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they don't have to regret it. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, I bet you the baby does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the whole issue is not how they're feeling. The whole issue is, what about the child? Who's standing up for the rights of the child? And God will hold them accountable. Yes. Praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. This week's verse of the day comes from Galatians chapter 2 and 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me and the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, what should you say when you make plans for today or for the future when you want to do certain things or go certain places or buy or sell certain things? And the answer is, what you should say is, if the Lord will. And that answer can be found in James chapter 4, verses 13 to 15, which reads, Go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. For ye ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. This week's food for thought is what do you think is the Lord's telephone number? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought. <laughs>